Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of JD's Wildcat World. On this episode, the Cats are back in the win column as we recap a dominant performance in Nashville against the Vanderbilt Commodores. And uh, I'll give you all a little preview of what's to come on Saturday, of my opinion of what's to come on Saturday against the Gonzaga Bulldogs. But I just want to start off by saying uh, the Cats had to have a win last night. And not only did they get a win, but they got a win by 32 points. Um, a pleasant surprise. I expected to win. I didn't expect to blow Vandy out, to be honest with you. Um, I want to give you all some stats before we get into this, um, because I've heard a lot of people and seen a lot of people say, well, it's Vandy. It's a bad team. Well, they beat Al Alabama beat them by three at home at Vandy's place. Auburn won by 15 at Vandy, and Tennessee won by 13 at Vandy. And those are your big, big dogs in the SEC. And Tennessee was down late in the second half to Vandy at Vandy. So, heck of a performance is my point here. Um, definitely just clicking on all cylinders, especially on offense. Um, everybody got in on the action. Uh, this could have been Justin Edwards' breakout game. He had 17 points. That's what I want to start off with. He didn't lead us in scoring, but had a phenomenal game. Uh, six of six from the free throw line. Um, that has nothing to do with competition. Um, that's just a very good performance. Five of ten from the field. Had a couple dunks, a couple layups, and uh, he even hit a three. So very good performance from Justin Edwards. Antonio Reeves gives you 24 points and six rebounds. I mean, the dude's a 20-point a game score silently, but does it. And Rob Dillingham continued his red hot streak. He ends with 20 points on seven of 12 shooting four of five from three. He just came out red hot. It looked like, uh, it carried over from the Tennessee game. He came out red hot and the whole team did. Anytime you put up 109 points, I don't care who you're playing. It's a very impressive offensive performance. Only gave up 77, which is definitely improvement. Uh, we scored 54 points in the first half and 55 in the second. Gave up 38 in the first and 39 in the second. So almost identical halves, um, the first and the second. Just a very, very good performance. Big Z even had 12 minutes, but he had 11 points and seven boards in 12 minutes. Ended up fouling out. Very good game for him. Aaron Bradshaw played solid, 12 points, seven rebounds. Um Good to see them get clicking. And, of course, a guy that had the game of his career so far at Kentucky, Jordan Burks, 13 points, five rebounds. And let's not forget, Jordan Burks led the overtime elite in scoring last year in a league that the Thompson brothers were in and Rob Dillingham was in. Jordan Burks led that league in points per game. So let's not forget of how good that Jordan is. So, I mean, he hasn't had many opportunities. I mean, he has to get used to the college game, but – he looked very much in his comfort zone last night. Didn't miss a shot. Went six of six from the field. Uh, even hit a three. So, very good performance for Jordan. Um, hopefully, you know, one thing, I'm going to switch and talk about the defensive side of the ball. I want to shout out Coach Cal for um, doing something that I talked about, you know, that we could try on the last episode, and we went zone. Um, a couple times down the floor and on every out-of-bounds play. Um, it wasn't perfect, but it was a whole lot better. We stopped them from scoring. There was no wide-open layups. 
and that's a definite vast improvement from our man-to-man defense on out-of-bounds plays. So I hope we stick with that. It looked pretty good. Um, I There's no reason not to, um, as long as we can continue doing what we did um, last night. So that, I want to say that was awesome. And he even threw it in a couple possessions as well. And it looked pretty easy. There was one time Edwards didn't drop down and Vandy got a wide-open dunk. But other than that, every possession, you know, I can't – nothing jumps out at me that uh, – was very bad about the zone. I thought it was a very good, very good improvement for our defense. Um, somehow we went down in the Ken Palm rankings. I don't understand that, but only giving up 77 for this team is a win in my opinion. So, uh, you know, cats moved to 16 and six, six and four in the sec. And, uh, you know, I thought we did a good job containing Vandy's players. The, the, uh, Evan Taylor ended up with 21, uh, but, you know, or 20, I'm sorry. I thought he had 21. He only had 20 points, but um, he got hot and uh, hit several threes. But, you know, shot 55% for the game, 57% from three, and that's another thing I want to touch on, seeing we made 15 threes. Ten of those came in the first half. Ten threes and a half is, if you can do that, um, you're not going to lose many games. Um, if you can sink 10 threes in one half. So I can't say enough good things about last night's performance. When it comes down to it, sure, it's a 6-15 and 15 Vanderbilt team, but it's at their place. It's an SEC game. They beat you two times last year, um, which I, I wanted revenge on Vandy because especially I, was, I witnessed um, the second loss in the SEC tournament. Just wanted to beat them, run them off the floor, and that's what we did. So, uh, you know, great job overall. And can this be a building block starting with Saturday? And I think it can. Um, this was the first game we won with DJ Wagner out. Um, Trey Mitchell also missed um, today's game, or last night's game. And, you know, it sounded like in Coach Cal's press conference after the game that he did not expect Trey to be back Saturday. Um, it sounded like DJ was going to work out a little bit and see what he could do. Um, I'm just going to go into the game uh, expecting not to have either either guy. Um, and you know, if everybody plays like they did tonight or last night, we're good. You know, we're we're solid. Um, I don't expect everybody to have a, the game of their lives against Gonzaga, but it's very possible. I mean, we're very talented. Gonzaga's down. It looks like a little bit this year. I really haven't dug much into the Gonzaga tape, to be honest with you, uh, just because uh, they play so late. Um, and I, I just feel, based on the, on what I've heard, I think we're in a good shape to get revenge on them from last year as well. So I'll get into that preview a little bit um, later on. But um, the Cats win 109-77. to the offense just looked like they were there playing. I mean, we finally got out in transition again, and imagine what happens when we do that. We run Vandy off the floor, uh, had 30 fast break points. And this is this is my main point um, and has been what my – I feel like I'm nailing every single game. When we get out in transition and run, nobody can stop us. Vandy couldn't even play with us. Uh, you know, they couldn't stick with us. Just too many weapons, especially on the break, that can just dunk one in your face, pull up from three, 
driving layup, pull-up jumper. Every guy on the floor can do all those things most of the time. So, um, it's you you outscored them thirty to six in the fast break, and uh, odds are you're not going to lose many games if you do that. So, um, now, you know, there's I could go on all day complimenting this team for last night's performance. I thought it was super important coming off of two losses to just win the game. But when they come out and look that good, um, I think they pull some of the fan base back in that had, had uh, you know, kind of dismissed them um, after the two losses. And if you have done that, I mean, it, most odds are you're, I mean, I, I better just keep my mouth shut. I'm to save it. Um, I find it, I'll just say this before I move on to the Gonzaga. I don't see many posts about last night's game, but my gosh, I saw tons and tons of posts when we lost to Tennessee and when we lost to Florida. So I'm just saying if you're going to crush the players and Cal, mainly Cal, when we lose, you know, why not prop them up when we win? Um, I mean, it's a two-way street. These kids, they they played their heart out last night. They did everything right. They did everything they're supposed to do. And they come out with a 30-point win. And that's all you can ask. So, um, we'll see. Cal, is he getting props for going zone and making our defense look somewhat competent? I haven't seen that. I'll say it on here because I'm a cow guy and I'm going to support this team win or lose. But I asked some of you all, and some of you all are listeners, and you aren't, you probably aren't going to like that I'm saying this. But, you know, pick a side or heck, be on both sides. You know, you can criticize when they lose, but prop them up when they win a game. Um, oh, we're supposed to beat Vandy. Yeah. But. They beat us twice last year. They went 2-1 against us last year. And they could have very easily, we could have came in flat, and they could have took it to us. But that did not happen. So I just wanted to get that off my chest. Uh, Just because of all the messages I've got uh, the last week, especially with the back-to-back losses, um, I feel like the guys deserve a ton of credit. I'm super proud of the team. I know Cal is too. Um, And we'll continue on. Uh, we go to 16-6 and six now. Gonzaga has the same record they play tonight against Portland. They're huge favorites. So you would assume they would come in 17-6. and six. Uh, The main guy that I want us to focus in on, um, you all might remember this name from a couple years ago, Nolan Hickman. He uh, committed to Kentucky, then decommitted, decided to go to Gonzaga, and now is finally having a major role in their plan. He averages 13 a game. 13 points a game and two and a half assists a game. Um, you know, if Wagner's out, um, I guess you, I don't know who you would stick on him. Uh, to be, I guess Reeves, maybe. Uh, he's a tall, lanky guard who can get to the rim. Um, he's shooting 36% from three this year. Um, you know, I, I feel really good about this game. Last year, I did not because it was on the road. Uh, ruckus environment we weren't ready for it they ended up blowing us out based by 16 at Gonzaga last year 88 to 72 I think this is a different team for Gonzaga I think we got a different team I think we're 
definitely more talented, and this should definitely be a win for us. Uh, they have uh, Ryan Nimhard, who is Andrew Nimhard's brother, that played at Florida and also Gonzaga. Um, and he's a guard. If he plays like his brother, he can shoot lots out. Uh, he's not shooting from three that well this year, but you know he will against us. He's averaging 12.5 points a game, 30% from three, 43% from two. Uh, so, you know, we're going to have to do the same thing. We're going to take the same uh, blueprint we did from Vandy and apply it to this game. Uh, just play better defense, which is what we did last night, and uh, score like we've been scoring. Everything should be good. Um, their leading scorer is Graham Ike. Um, he looks like he transferred from Wyoming, and uh, he's a big guy who is who can also step out and shoot the three. Um, but he's going to be the main guy that we need to key in on. If Trey's out, uh, you know, a Arrow could probably guard him. Um, and then our big guys also. They don't really have a dominant center uh, per se. They basically play guards and forwards. Braden Huff is their tallest forward. He's at 6'10", freshman. He's averaging 10 points, four boards a game. He's not a guy that's going to kill you on the boards, and the little bit I have watched, uh, as long as you put a body on him. So I, I've got confidence in us in us to do that. Um, Gonzaga's going to come in desperate. Uh, I don't think they have a quad one win. Um, if they lose this game, I think they'll still be in the tournament, but you know they lose a couple more in their conference. They're potentially bubble team. But, uh, you know, this would be a good test. To see, especially if we don't have DJ and Trey, um, be a good test to see where we are overall after a big win against Vanderbilt. Uh, the game is at four o'clock on Saturday on CBS. Um, you know the Cats and the Zags have only played two games uh, in the history: once last year and one in two thousand and three. Uh, we beat them in the Maui Invitational in two thousand three and lost last year, like I said, by sixteen at Gonzaga. So. Uh, let's let's win this one and take the lead in the series. Um, this is one we should win. We got them at home. Um, you know, last year after they throttled us down there, we, I remember saying, ah, we get them at home next year, we'll take care of business. Well, it's time to do that. And uh, I think we will. Um, I think the Cats win by a score of 94 to 86. Like it's about eight points. And uh, MVP... I think Rob Dillingham continues on with his um, great shooting performances, comes out red hot, and uh, leads the Cats. So uh, we'll see. You know, like you all know, I mean, Reeves is going to get you 20 a game. So Rob, will he outscore him? I don't know, but I th I th I'll take Rob as my MVP. Uh, and then we get back into conference play after the Gonzaga game and play Ole Miss at home. Um like I said last podcast, let's win the next three. We've got one of them. Let's win the next two now. And then you're you're right back where you need to be, in my opinion, because the people in the SEC that are in front of you are going to lose games as well. There's a heck of a game tonight, Auburn and Alabama. Who's going to win that? One of them's guaranteed to lose it. So you gain a gain on you gain a game on somebody since you won last night. And uh we'll see where that is. Uh winning the regular season SEC not likely, uh, but I will say um, the double buy is very much here for the taking, and um, 
I, I think there still is a world in where you can win the SEC, but you're going to have some help from other teams. You're probably going to have to go win at Auburn to have that chance to, and then, of course, beat Bam at home. And those are big asks. Um, but this is uh, where we've put ourselves in with the loss to Florida especially. So um, we'll see. I think, uh, you know, after the performance last night, you know, even after the Tennessee game, nothing really changed for me. I just knew that our defense would have to get better if we were going to win games in March. And that's just a fact. Come out, show improvement last night. The zone, looking at the zone that we ran really uh, impressed me, especially on out-of-bounds plays. That way Vandy didn't get easy points. Um, Can we do that against bigger, better teams? We'll see. Saturday will be a good test of that. Gonzaga has bigger guys that are bigger athletes and that can score it better than Vandy. So we'll see. Uh, I think we'll stick with that adjustment. Uh, I think Cal was testing it last night to see. I'm sure they worked on it in practice. And he also said, um, I saw a quote from last night's presser after the win that practices from here on out until March were going to be 70% defense. And that is uh, definitely something that, as my dog decides to scratch himself. <laughs> Are you good? <laughs> Sorry for that. <laughs> yeah, it was funny as I'm breaking down the, the defense. But like I said, 70% defense in practice. I mean, if your main focus is on the defense, which it should be, I mean, our offense is absolutely rolling right now. Um, even in the losses, we're putting up, you know, 90 points. But uh, the point I want to make is, the defense should continue to improve. Um, if we really are working on it that much, um, I look for an improvement. So we'll see. Um, you know, you're going to have games where you struggle to defend for sure. But uh, And Cal said also, I, I'm, I'm just quoting Cal Presser, but, you know, I thought he said another some, something that um, I really agreed with and I thought needed to be said a while ago, um, but I'm glad he said it. Um, and I'm not going to get this quote exactly right, but he pretty much said, you know, we can't outscore people. We've proved that. You know, we can't outscore people and and just not play defense, basically. And uh, he said, you know, if you're not going to defend, then you can come sit on the bench. And, um, you know, if that – I see that happen last night. Some Certain people weren't defending. He yanked them out. And, you know, we'll see if he continues to do that. Uh, I believe him when he says it. Um, he said he didn't care who you were, how many points you were scoring – We've proved this last week that you just can't take the approach of we're going to outscore you. Um, so we'll see how the defense is. I thought they looked a ton better last night. Uh, granted, that was against Vanderbilt, but uh, definitely looked better. So big game Saturday. Um, we need to get a big home win. We lost last Saturday our, our big home game against Tennessee. This is like our first um uh, Big home non-conference game of the year, and this will be the last non-conference game. Um, so we'll see where we're at. Uh, well, I'll say first, Miami was a pretty big one at the time. That win hasn't looked as good now, but Miami was a huge game at the time. Um, so I think the Cats win, um, and we're back here recapping a happy Saturday uh, and a big win against Gonzaga. Um I don't remember the win in 2003. I was four years old, so I don't remember that. So 
Uh, hopefully this will be the first time in my life that I can watch and see us beat Gonzaga. Um, I feel like we should play more than we have, but I'm glad we have the series now. It's an intriguing matchup that, um, you know, I think, I think we should play quite a bit because, you know, it's teams from two opposite sides of the U.S. And uh, it, I love playing those West Coast teams. I think we should play more. I'm talking with some people, my buddies, we always come up with these games that uh, we should play. Number one on our list is Oregon. Um, and then I like Gonzaga playing them. I also think Villanova would be a good series. Uh, if y'all got any good ideas, uh, send them in. We'll talk about them. Um, and another thing that I did in the beginning of the year that I'm going to start trying to do every podcast, uh, is my play of the game. Um, even in losses, I'll try to do that. Um, but my play of the game, uh, this game, there was a ton to choose from. But I love the big Z oop to Aaron Bradshaw, uh, seven one to seven two, or vice versa, seven two to seven one. But the twin towers open it to each other. I thought that was awesome. I, you got a big old smile out of Aaron Bradshaw. That was good to see after the struggles he's been having. But uh, that was my play of the game last night, and uh, we hope to see more smiles as uh, the Cats play on Saturday. And uh, you know. There's a good chance that Tennessee loses on Saturday. Um, like I said, Auburn, Alabama play tonight. One of them has to lose. So we'll get a reset on Saturday and see where we are in the SEC standings. Right now we're fifth, uh, sitting at six and four. Um, so we'll see where that changes. You know, South Carolina, I want to take a minute to shout out South Carolina because they come in, they're finally ranked. Uh, they're ranked 15th now above us. Come in and handle Ole Miss at home. Uh, I, I said at the time, and I still believe that is not a bad loss at South Carolina. It wasn't a fluke. I think they're legit. Uh, we'll see how, really how legit they are next week as they go on the road at Auburn. So there's another game where one of, one of those top teams will have to lose. So uh, we'll see. But I just want to take a minute to shout them out. I think they're legit. And uh, I don't think that our loss to them was bad. So um, the SEC standings, that's basically what it, what it tied into is, you know, it could come down to the last game of the year. It's super tight. I mean, we're in fifth and we're only two games back of first place. So um, we'll see. Everybody's beating up on everybody in the SEC for sure. So um, we will see. As always, uh, thank you all for listening. Uh, this has been JD's Wildcat World, and you can stream on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and iHeartRadio. And also, uh, go check out my YouTube channel. Subscribe, JD Mounts, and all my podcasts will be uploaded as they are uploaded right here where you are listening. So, let's go get another big win, um, prove some people wrong, and prove that we're we're here to stay, we're not going anywhere. I think we made a heck. I think the cats made a heck of a statement last night. Like I said, I expected to win, but I did not expect to see that good of a performance. So, um, as always, it's go cats. And uh, you know, Saturday, I'm going out of town this weekend, but there is potential if we get a big win on Saturday to do a post game. I'll just have to play it out by ear. And then, of course, if you all request it, like you all usually do, I definitely will find a way to do it. So uh, let's hope for a big win. 
And as always, go Cats and beat the Zags this Saturday at 4 o'clock. You all tune in and let me know what you think about the game. Uh, wasn't much chatter last night, I guess just because it was a blowout. Uh, but thank you all to the people who interacted with me during the game. And as always, go Cats. And this has been JD's Wildcat World.